Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to Spiritual Insights. This is my change of heart segment where I offer the heart clearing and other techniques as needed to callers. I've, I'll offer these monthly segments on the first Thursday of the month at 3 p.m. Eastern. With me to serve as guides are Jesus, also known as Yeshua, Mother Mary, and my spirit guide, Ezekiel. Depending on the work that is done, other beings may also stop by to assist or offer you a message. The heart clearing technique involves looking into the heart chakra or heart center and identifying negative emotions, coping mechanisms, defenses that are holding you back, things that keep you stuck and prevent you from moving forward. Once you recognize its presence and how it's impacting your life, I am then able to remove it. Our focus is primarily on the heart chakra, but other chakras may be explored for thoroughness. I will do whatever work I'm guided to do for you. To learn more about what I do and or to book a private heart clearing session with me, visit spiritualinsightsradio.com. And if you call in today, I'd also love to hear how you're doing in the days that follow whatever technique you receive. As always, in preparation for your call, please ensure you're in a quiet environment and have pen and paper nearby. If you'd like, you can call in and just mention any area of your life where you're experiencing stagnation or turbulence, and I'll go in and help you understand how it's manifesting and do what I need to to get you moving. Okay, so because I'm by myself, we all know that I've been having technical problems, but I won't have a co-host to alert me uh, to when my, if, if and when my mic cuts out. Um, keeping my energy as stable as I can to prevent that from happening. So I'll be depending on callers to let me know if my microphone in fact cuts out and that way I can adjust my energy and try to get that in balance. So before we begin, uh, I have some changes to the schedule and I want to go over a few of those with you now. Uh, For the month of June uh, 2017, Dr. Bob will be taking the month off to focus on travel and his book deadline, but he should return in July. Also, Jimmy Mack is taking the summer off to focus on his certification programs. Because he's not sure how long it will take, we hope that he'll return in September, but we'll see where we are then, and whenever he gets things back on track, um, we'll hopefully pick up where we left off. Okay, I myself will be adding additional segments uh, soon in the meantime. I uh, did start doing dream interpretation segments, but then life kind of took a different direction, and I had to take care of some family stuff, so those kind of fell off to the wayside, but I miss it, and I want to bring it back, and I want to offer that service to everybody. It's a lot of fun, and it's a chance to learn a lot more about ourselves. So I'll be doing that, and I'll make that announcement. If you're part of the Spiritual Insights Radio Forum, um, you can learn of those announcements there. You can also find them on my Facebook page, Spiritual Insights Radio, or if you follow me on social media on Twitter, at Char Spicer, and on Facebook, um, Charlotte Spicer, and you'll see my picture, and you'll see uh, I'm wearing a white shirt with gold trim. That is me. Okay, so I look forward to hearing from people and connecting with them. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to list the area codes one at a time because I'm going to be spending a little extra time with people. In our other segments, I try to keep it to like a 10-minute max. So when I announce of the lineup of area codes, it kind of gives you an idea of how long you'll be waiting before, you br- before you're brought on the air. But because I don't want anybody to be left hanging, I'm just going to go one at a time. Okay, so first up is area code 510, bringing you live on the air. Welcome. What's your name and where are you from? 
Hello? Okay. Perhaps you're Hello? on mute. Hello? Oh, Hello? there you Hello? are. Hi. Hi. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yes, this is Camille, and I am in California. Hi, Camille. Did you have your phone on mute or something? Yeah, I think my daughter, she's trying, she's five. She's trying to help me make a phone call. So I think she might have accidentally pressed a button. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, well, we have you now. How can I help you today? What would you like to uh, focus on? Yes. Well, it is, I believe that my own heart is, um, I can use a heart healing. And I know that it is around money, money, money. Whatever's going on with my heart is interfering with my ability to generate the income that I need to support myself and my family and to Mm -hmm. keep the roof over our heads and to prosper in my own business. So I really need to heal. Oh, I really need to heal whatever is going on with me so that we can have a better outcome. Okay. And so um, I'm also feeling a lot of stress, too, associated with this. So you're working hard to make the money and stressing about not making enough. Okay. So there's a lot of stress. Okay. Let's calm you down a little bit. Hang on one second. Let me check in with him and see what he wants me to do with you. Okay? Okay. He wants to do a brain balancing and then go into your heart center. Okay? Okay. All right. So with the brain balancing, it's very your attention away or distracting you. You have a lot going on. True? Yes. True. Okay. So he wants you to be able to have that so much a tunnel vision, but see the landscape and be able to address things calmly and keep going without feeling like you're failing because there's some failure going on here. Um, and this way you'll feel a little more empowered and emboldened. It's kind of like, you need to get stubborn and say, no, I can do this. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. Okay, good. Yes, it does. All right, so, so with the brain balancing, it's very simple. Um, it's actually called a consciousness split, and the reason I'm doing this is the two hemispheres of the brain, sometimes they don't get along. They're not working in unison. One is more of the intellect. The other is more of emotion and intuition, and they kind of go in two different directions. That's why you feel scattered. Make sense? Yes, that does make a lot of sense. Yes, that does. Okay, good. So I'm going to ask you three simple questions, and we want to determine what your biggest fears are, and then I'm able to go in to the cerebral okay. cortex, which is the lining of the okay. okay, and then I'll put some light in and balance it out and heal that split, okay. and then you feel a difference in it there. So it just feels okay. a lot calmer, a lot less noise in the head, okay? All right, so the first question is, and just, Dig deep and throw out what you know to be true. What scares you most in life? Oh, wait, hold. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, my daughter's really not liking that I'm on, making this phone call. Yes, um, here. She's okay. Yeah. I'll deal with it. Yeah, she's okay. a kid. I'll, I'll okay. deal with that. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, what was the question? So what, what scares you most in life? Oh my God! Being alone, being completely alone, being alone. alone, and um, and I know where that comes from. I know where that comes from. Being alone, just and scared. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then the second question is, what do you resist the most? Like, what do you push push back away from? Ooh, what am I pushing back away from? Mm-hmm. Oh. Something, maybe something, something family, something in, mm, like uh, creating a family. I mean, I've got a, one daughter, but I'm on my own with her. I'm mm-hmm. not with a partner. Right, yeah. I know. Yeah. So the resistance then is in the expansion of the family unit? Yeah, I think so. The family unit, creating the family home, because that was the thing that was taken away from me when I was a five-year-old. Oh, and you know where it came from, too. Okay. Oh, of course. So, yeah. So that was taken away. Perfect. Um, yeah. And so so then would the fear be that if you were to expand the family unit that it might fall apart? Yes, of course. Okay. Got it. All right. Last question is when you have a goal, 
let's take your business, for example, or your yeah. family, you and your daughter, that, that's your family. Um, yeah. What is it about you and your personality that impedes your progress? Like what kind of trips you up about yourself? Um, I don't hmm, personality. Um, sometimes I'm not able, I know I need some help. I'm so used to doing so many things on my own because that's how I was brought up, to do it on your right. own, be self-reliant. But mm-hmm. I'm not always able to ask for help and get it. Or if I do ask for help, it's just like I'm talking into a hole. Yeah. Yes. I so know what you, I know what you mean. Resources. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, difficult that's because when, when you have this ingrained belief, no matter how conscious or unconscious it is, that you have to be um, self-reliant and independent. Right. You don't want yeah. to need people. Right. So in yeah. that in that mission to not need people to such a degree that they can let you down, what that does is create a magnet so that when you do need help, people generally let you down or say no. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All the time. Oh, my goodness. OK. Now, let's get that out of there so that when you do need help, you can just say, hey, I need help with something. Could you help me? And there's nothing to block it. OK. Right. Yes. Please. OK. So this won't hurt, but you may feel something depending on how sensitive you are. Just picture um, uh, Charlotte's little invisible hand coming into, like, the back of your head and then just to the lining of your brain, and then I'm going to remove these things. Okay. And, I'll, and I'll make it quick so your daughter can uh, get your attention. Okay, here we go. So the first one is being alone. Yeah. And that can really work against you, like I explained with the third one. Okay, that's out. That's gone. Okay. Um, expanding the family unit. Major trust issue here. I just found a little bit of guilt. I'm going to take that out, too. Guilt sits at the base of your skull. Is this related to your daughter that you feel that you have robbed her of a whole family unit by not being with somebody? Yeah, because... It's really not even a partner. It's my, um, I can't offer her grandparents. I cannot offer her grandparents. Got you. And that's very, yeah, that hurts. Yes. She'll be okay, though. Okay. I didn't really have grandparents either. I, I, I talked to my one grandmother, but I didn't meet the other two. And then my grandfather, I don't think I ever had a conversation with the man. He just sat on the, wow. t- on the, chair, the chair and watched TV. He had no interest whatsoever. So I let oh, it go. No. You know what I mean? Don't don't worry about yeah, what you can't change it. Yeah, you know what I okay. mean? If you can't change it. But you you're so um across the board thoughtful and uh forward thinking as when it comes to her that you you pretty much have all of her bases covered to the degree oh, that good. she needs at, at the moment. Yeah. Okay. So that's out now with this idea of not being able to ask for help, independence, being needy. Yeah. Okay. Okay, there's a block in your third eye. I'm going to go in there and get it. And this has to do with perception. So I'm going to take out any block to correct perception. Okay? Okay. Okay, that's gone. The reason I had to do that was because with our life experiences, we start, we, we decide what it's about. And we can't see it through all the layers, how all the different moments that lead up to one event as a child, all the moments of your parents' lives, their parents' lives, and how that all adds to our life. And so, like you decided, you know, you always had to be self-reliant, and now this is your MO. This is your coping mechanism. It holds us back because what we want, we don't want to be alone. We want to be in a partnership. We want to have that safety and that that harbor to feel secure in. But the one thing we want the most is the one thing we're most afraid of. And so that works yeah. against itself. Right. So, okay. So I wanted to take out the, any blocks to correct perception so that you can now look back on your life and say, whatever you want to see about it, you know, if you want to see things differently or you want to see peace where you see catastrophe or frustration, whatever label you want to put on it. Now you can look back at it and say, you know what? I I got through it. I'm still alive. I made it, and I'm better for it. It made you, it made me stronger. You know that kind of self talk, and then you can move on and kind of put the baggage down. 
Okay, so now I'm going to go in. I'm going to put light inside both hemispheres of the brain and get them working together. Okay. Beautiful. Not bad at all. Okay, and I'll just feel hmm. the split. Looks really good now. Looks, you look much brighter. Hmm. How do you feel? Do you feel clear or light or anything like that? Well, it's interesting. When you were doing the work, I started to feel on the right side of my head, I started to itch on the scalp. Mm-hmm. And then uh, also the top of the head. So that's definitely releasing something. Um, well, I did. I yeah. had my right hand over the top of your head, putting light in, putting God's light through my hand into your oh, head. Oh, good. It's, to give good. you the visual, yes. So that might be. Let me let me just check one thing. When it comes to releasing fears, we need open channels, and the ears are um, important to this process because they're passive, whereas the eyes are aggressive. They give energy where the ears take in, right? And we want that right. pathway to be clear. So let me see if there's any blocks to releasing any fear. A little bit more on the right side. This is more about fear of the future. Oh yeah, yeah. So much as so far as the past is concerned, you're kind of like done with it. Um, it's it's okay. like it's buttoned up. You have this is the attitude you have toward it. Like just put one foot in front of the other and focus on your daughter and leave it alone. But that stuff is always back there. Okay. Now we're going to go into your heart center and we'll see what's uh, blocking this uh, ability to generate income and. Yes. And get that stability you're looking for. And you said you have a business. I do have a business. I have a a child. I have a business. I have a house. And all depends on the other to to thrive, to keep running. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to just um, not just survive because survival, that stinks. It does. Thrive it. Yeah, you know. Okay. I can't do that. We we don't just want to – yeah, I I know, all of us. We don't just want to um, keep afloat. We want to thrive and move forward and and have extra, not just enough. So, okay. Right. So open your heart heart center as big as you can and just take a normal breath to see how it feels to breathe right now because that's likely to change. Okay, the first thing I'm getting is fear of destitution. Did you grow up poor? No. Okay. Was there a, a time in your life where it either seemed impending or that your parents lost everything? Did something happen? What bottomed out? Um, what bottomed out? My parents were a murder-suicide. Okay. And, yeah, and that – in in our family home, that happened in our family home. So that meant I had all in one one place, no parents, and then no home. I had to go live with my mother's mother. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry for that. Um, okay, so it all bottomed out right there where, well, life was one way one day, and the next it was totally different. Correct. Okay, got it. All right, let's get that out of there so you can – Hmm. Because it's working against you again, and not to equate work with um, part uh, relationships where yeah. we work towards something, and at the same time, the more of it we get, the more afraid we become that we're going to lose it all. Right. And that's true for you on both sides, with the family and then with the work. Okay. So let me go in and get that out. Okay. It's pretty big, and it's coming out of all seven chakras as well. Wow. Okay. But it's out. And for a visual, if you want to know what I'm doing, I'm basically just reaching in and, and embracing this ball of energy that that's the energy I translated with the fear. And I take it out. It comes out of the others if there, if there are other origins. And I basically put it in Jesus' hand, and he vaporizes it. Okay. So let me okay. go in and see what else, see what else is working against you. Anger. Okay. You know what you're angry about, right? For you, I would say just all the normal things, if that makes sense. 
and I think your mute button's on again. Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. So I got the anger out. You know what you're angry about. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me see what else is there. I'd like to get at least the top three. Okay. There's a fear of fear of bombardment, meaning you um, want to be able to manage everything smoothly, and so there's a bit of right. fear that you'll be overwhelmed. Okay. Okay. But you know what you're capable of. You're very capable, but that fear of it's it's not so much a little bit it is, but it's it's not so much a fear of success. Where a fear of success is that we're afraid we're going to let ourselves down. It's you don't want to be defeated by having too much on your plate. So let me get that out. Huh. And once once the fear is out, then things can the universe can respond and things can smooth out to be just enough pressure to thrive under. You know, I thrive under pressure, but when it, oh, when it comes okay. to overwhelm, I become uh, paralyzed with the overwhelm. Oh, you know? yeah, so, right, right. But I like a healthy amount of pressure. I enjoy it. Okay, so that's out. Now take a breath and see how you're feeling. Okay, better. Feel different? Better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. That's pretty heavy stuff, especially hmm. with your parents. Yes. There's something how old were you? in the five. Five. Wow. Yeah. I'm feeling in my lower pelvic region, I'm feeling um, like I'm aware of that region right now. Okay. Like, yeah, I don't know. That would be the first chakra because when I took out that fear of destitution, right? picture a hand, hand going into the center of your chest you know, the chakra in the middle of your chest, right? And as I grab onto it, it's attached by strings to the same fear, but that's in all the other chakras too. And for you, it was in all seven. Oh. So I pulled oh, it out of the, the, the fourth, but it came out of the seventh, the sixth, the fifth, the third, the second, and the first. Got now, it. this is going to be significant because the first chakra has to do with survival. So, and that's not necessarily life or death per se, like on a daily basis. It's how did my life get this way? I can't live this way. How am I going to live? It's like not being at peace with your life circumstances. So when this occurred with your parents, that's where you went as a child, and understandably so. How am I supposed right. to live? And then you go and live with your grandmother, and then life just went the way it was going to go, and there was nothing you could do. So right. throughout your life, and at, at, and at a very young age, you know, you perceive it as a five-year-old that your world came yeah. to an end and it's turned upside down. So you've been fighting against right. that ever since. So when sense. I took that out and it came out of the first chakra, that's why you're feeling that sensation because that energy is changing funny. now. Mm-hmm. Now that as you just finished that statement, now that sensation has ceased. Perfect. Yeah. So it's just energy rearranging itself. And now you can sit, if you want to write an essay, if you have a little bit of time about life, about mm-hmm. embracing life and wanting to live to the to the fullest. Fullest, yeah. And, just, and give it your all, and this is your life. With What they did, their relationship, was separate. You know, grandmother, <laughs> I hope she did yeah. a very good job raising you. It sure sounds like she did. I hope it was a yeah. happy time for you. And But now it's up to you because this is your life. And then whatever you're envisioning, you're going to go through the heart center to manifest it. So you can do your forgiveness that, work. And, yep. Yeah. Because the subconscious is what manifests, and that's in the heart center. Well, that's funny because um, I I did something something independent of your site, but someone said, you know, let's take take an assessment of your chakras, and I answered something, and it's just all led to your heart chakra being blocked. It just happened Sunday morning, and oh, wow. it's funny. Yeah, it's um, well, how do I unblock my heart chakra? What's going on? Well. Rose quartz, and I'm like, I was wearing this beautiful rose quartz necklace I inherited from my grandmother. I wore that almost every day for a long time. And the children, my daughter's friends, were like, why do you have to wear that necklace? Isn't that so heavy and hot? Here, take that off. Just stop. 
Now buy you something else, and the ch- the children bought me just jewelry that had no spiritual connection to anything. But I said that's so funny because I was doing on some level unconsciously doing some work, but attracting some negative resistance toward that. So yeah, yeah that's that's quite oh, interesting. There's something I want. And and what and another reason why you're feeling at this point in time when yeah. that happened with your parents who were five years old. Yes. And your daughter five years old. So subconsciously you're reliving because she mm. is the age where where your life turned upside down. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully what I do for you today will help get that ship upright. So that yes, you can say you. that was then, this is now, I forgive, I forgive my parents, I forgive myself, I forgive the situation, and be able to move forward with confidence and, and knowledge. You are a child of God, you are loved, you are supported. Hang Thank on, Mother you. Mary wants to Mother Mary wants to talk to me. She's saying, Yes, Charlotte, beautiful words. Tell her we love her. Tell her we know. Tell her it will be all right. We are supporting her with our love. And kindness will be coming her way in the form of help. She will be very excited about the future. Namaste. Okay. When okay. she said, tell her we know, she that, that ended with a period. There was no explanation needed for me or the listeners. Okay. But that if you if you think about that, they're saying they know what you're going through or, or something private that can't be discussed. But they're right. saying we know. Okay. All righty. Well, okay. thank you so okay. much for calling thank in. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're thank very you so welcome. Much. Give your daughter a kiss from me. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'll, I'll let her re- listen to this in, in, in archives. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Perfect. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Area code 415, bringing you live. Welcome. What's your name? Where are you from? Hello. This Hi. is Catherine, from, also from California. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Thanks for your patience. How can I help you today? I would like a heart um, clearing about trust. I was kind of taught for my mom not to trust. The shoe will always drop and it'll change for the worst. Got you. That's a shame. I think we can all agree with this, that, you know, we and we have to include our parents in this, that we all do the best we can in any given moment Mm -hmm. with what we've got to work with. You know what I mean? But some people just miss the mark. They don't know any better. And Mm -hmm. if they understood the impact of what they were doing, then they wouldn't do it. But they try. You know what I mean? That's. Oh, yeah. That's what, a part of the statement of they know not what they do. We just don't know the impact right. of what what we're doing to our children. Okay, so she taught you not to trust and that the shoe will drop. And this is in any situation. In general, yeah, just in life in general. That's a shame. Do you still have her with you? No, uh, almost 20 years ago she passed. No? Okay. 20 years, because I feel our energy very strongly. Yeah, she, I know she's around. Mm-hmm. She's interesting. Okay. All right, well, let's go in and, and get this out of there. So open your heart center. Take a normal breath just to see how it feels. Okay. All right, I am going up to your third eye. Because a lot of the statements that were made, similar to uh, Camille, um, your perception yeah. was influenced by the statements mom made. So we're going to correct those, okay? So, okay. So here's one fear of trust, getting that. Okay, there's another. You also had a fear of trusting your mom. A fear of what? Trusting your mom. Oh, do you recognize that? Where you started to um, wonder well, if I can see that. I can believe that because she wasn't 
around. I mean, she was around physically, but she wasn't. Uh, she didn't know how to emotionally support mm-hmm. the kids. Right, and but let me let me try to describe this in a different way. It was uh-huh. kind of like with, with the things she told you, like the shoe's always going to drop. You can't trust it. At some point, you started to be wary of what she would tell you in those terms. Where mm. but, so how come there's so many people around me that are married or happy families up the street? So it's got to work out for some people. Why not me? So you started to distrust what you were being taught. I okay. And kind of okay. get it? Make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now what it feels like is you might have a um, a mechanism where you take a lot of things that you hear or read, but you take it with a grain of salt. Does that ring true? Yeah. Yeah. But I think in a good way. I mean, I don't. I don't. No, that's fine. I stay. I I stay very centered. I don't. Right. The the sky is falling. I'm not going to believe it. Yeah. Right. Until you know, until you get evidence to that fact. Yeah. But this is where this is where that comes from because you got into a a way of thinking that you can't just dive head into something. You got to kind of hang back and check it out. Yeah, I I do that. I absolutely do that. And mm-hmm. sometimes then too much. I do it too much. I hang back and don't yeah. take action. You yeah. don't engage, right? Okay, so I'm going to take this out, and then hopefully this free you up so that you can immerse yourself in whatever you want to be engaged in. Right. So that yeah. you, so that you can participate in life and enjoy your life and not be suspicious mm. of everything. I get it. There's right. suspicion. Got him. Okay, so let me go in and get that fear of trusting mom. Okay, then I'll just add what we just talked about, um, suspicion. Get that out. And then lack of engagement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The problem with this is when we do that too often for too long, yeah. We tend to feel that life has passed us by. Mhm. Okay. Now I have to go into your heart center. All right. I'm looking for closely related things. Yeah, you're very guarded. Can be good as long as it's at a healthy level. Right. Not at an at, not at an avoidance. And avoidance level. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got that. So we want to be discerning, not fearful, that kind of thing. Right. Okay, let me see what else we have. There's um, the word is, I have to say the word as I'm given it. it the word is bitterness. Do you recognize this? Bitterness? Things, bitterness. Things that happened, yeah. maybe relationships yeah. that ended that left you very soured. Yeah, probably as a kid, um, like you said about you see other families. Mm-hmm. With and why can't that be? And you, yeah, and you don't have, and we didn't have it. Yeah. Oh, I know the feeling. Okay, let's get that out and free you up. Even though you lived in a home with other people, you felt abandoned and alone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was, I'm the um, youngest child. You were the youngest? Yeah. Oh. With how many siblings? Um, Two older, and we were all very part, far apart in age. Got you. So while you were growing up, one was moving out and then the other. What I'm yeah. also picking up, What I'm also picking up is very similar to Camille. Um, yeah. Where she had to be self-reliant. Uh, the words I get for you is that you were left to your own devices. Like, oh, if yeah. you wanted, if you wanted something, you had to do it or get it yourself. Did you get a job early, early in life? Um, babysitting. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was babysitting at ten. And I had to buy my own clothes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, financially, financially, we were all taken care of. That's what they did. Like my parents could. 
do that. Like we, I always had food. I always had a home cooked meal. I always had clothes. It was the soft things that I I didn't have guidance. Okay. Yes, I see. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So you so you kind of had to figure things out on your own. Oh yeah. Okay. There's a sadness because of that. Yeah. Get that out. Bit of inner crying. What inner crying is? Picture, picture the the inside of a chakra, like the a lining of a sinus cavity. And where mm-hmm. there's deep sadness or that feeling of loneliness, even though you're in a family and you feel right. this this isolated feeling. Picture that mm-hmm. this this lining of the of the chakra weeps silently, and then it collects at the bottom and you go through life with this like heaviness or sadness that you can't really put your finger on because you've moved beyond a circumstance and learned how to function. Right. But you carry this around and there's this heavy feeling that you can't really put a name to, but there's a sadness and sometimes it comes up and it's like, where's this coming from? This is where it's coming from because we carry it around inside us. So I'm going to go clean that up for you. And it's just a matter of siphoning it out. Okay. And then there's other little tools I can use where my spirit guide Ezekiel is now handing me what looks like a chamois cloth to dry it out. <laughs> okay. Just found a bit of self-pity, so I'm going to take that out too. <laughs> Just a bit. Okay, good. It didn't take too much. Normally in a full session, it'll take a lot of work peeling back the layers. But yeah. what I just saw for you was a bright pink flash. And so that what, what that tells me is that these things that I managed to take out of you um, were the primary blocks to self-love, which is now fully mm. accessible to you. So if you, have, um, if you have self-care routines that you would like to expand or you just want to do more for yourself, you'll find it mm. easier to do that because you have that support of self instead of the sadness from not being supported as a child. Make sense? Mm. Yeah, say that again. With self-love easily accessible the way it is, instead of being covered up by this guardedness, the bitterness, the abandonment, Mm. all that stuff, the sadness. Okay, they are removed. You have the power to pull them back if you feel they serve purpose. But if you wish to Mm. move forward peacefully, you can say you're done with that and not pull them back. But with that... Got it bright pink. We're, we're all born with an enormous amount of self-love. It just gets covered yeah. up because of the way I we see. react to our circumstances and experiences and the judgments of others and all that contributes to what we feel about ourselves, right? And then that generates your, your life experiences to reflect whatever that is back to you. But with having that accessible, if you have a routine, whether it's spiritual or um, just self-care or, you know, doing good things for yourself, if you had wanted to expand that routine, you'll be able to do that more easily because you have that support of that self-love from yourself instead of the sadness from the support you didn't get as a child. That's what I had said. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now take a breath and see how you feel. There's still heaviness. It's better, but my chest is still heavy. Yeah. But it's a little better. That's good. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot more to it. There's only so much I can do. You know, I try yeah. to keep, oh, yeah. it, keep it to a, a certain length, but I was directed to do that work for you. So that should get you started, yeah. and you'll feel a difference. And with this heavy stuff taken out, the body will likely respond, whether that comes as, you know, memories coming up to be acknowledged and released. There could be tears. Uh-huh. There could be sinus drainage. There could be right. frequent trips to the bathroom to buy. When your mind and heart lets go, the body follows yeah. because it, it does what the mind tells it to do, the body. Make sense? Yeah. Awesome. I was wondering if you could look at, um, like, what – I don't even – when I look back <clears throat> at high school mm-hmm. – uh, Now I'm getting choked up. Um, it's okay. I don't even know what um, kept me together. Did you have a lot of suicidal thoughts? uh, No, no, but I mean, I could have gone off the rails. I mean, I I was not, I did 
some, you know, like beer drinking, but nothing mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, it's a right. miracle that I was alone. I really had no supervision, and I still got, got good grades. You know, I still got good grades. I still went to college, and I look back, I'm like, how did that even happen? Well, it's the way you're built. It's the way you're hardwired. You're hardwired for self-sufficiency. Yeah. And and going through that and not having that supervision, which we want supervision. We want rules, you know. Um, we want something to push back against and test the, test the borders. But you're hardwired to be self-sufficient in, in your life. Plan. And these parents that you chose in this family with the, with the spaced out, ages with the children was the environment you needed to get closer to yourself and realize that about yourself. So huh. there's also, we first started saying it, there was also a fear of making things worse. So in your case, um, acting up like that, like, you know, with most kids do the drug experimentation, you knew not to, you knew better. You knew that yeah. that was the wrong direction and you didn't want to make things worse than they already were. Yeah, true. Mhm. Mhm. So there, and and I'll, I'll use me for example. Mm. I have two older siblings and two younger siblings. I'm monkey in the middle. Mhm. But I watched the older two and what they did, and whatever they did, I made sure I didn't do it. Right. So I I did my best to learn from observing others, the actions of others. And so I managed to steer clear of a lot of things in my life. It meant that I was going to be alone in a lot of cases because a lot of times, right. you know, when my friends were going out and having fun, I'm home reading a metaphysical book. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, it, but I kept myself protected from a lot of bad elements. And so did you. Mm-hmm. So you, you kind of yeah. had that goal. Yes, you could, you could bend under what you had to experience, yeah. but you didn't break. And you still... Right. You you know, there's that phrase, fake it till you make it and, and keep moving until the emotions catch up. That's what you did. You, right. you became very automated. And I know I oh. don't feel well today, but I have to get to school. I have to take this test. I have to. And you stuck to it with such discipline that it carried you through. And then you look back and said, how did I make it out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what you needed to hear about yourself? Yeah, yeah. Do you like yourself now? <laughs> that that takes a lot of mental strength to pull off. A lot of people don't have it. A lot of people. And those are the ones who, if if you were to run into a bunch of the people from high school today, yeah, you'd be amazed that they're pretty much where they were when they graduated. A handful yeah. of them will yeah. be. Many many go right. on and become successful and get married and have big families and do whatever. But some of the people that you would probably least expect are not happy and, and really don't understand why, that kind of thing. But you were one of those people with the inside track to just get through this, grow up, yeah. then you have control of your own life and you can do whatever you want with it. Make sense? All right. Yeah. All right. Now I have to jump in. Yes, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling in. Okay. All right, dear. Take care. Okay, we have other people on the line, but I need you to press 1 if you have a question, area code 707. If you have a question, you can press 1, and I'll take your call before we sign off. Oh, you hung up. Okay, area code 440. If you have a question, press 1. If not, I will end the show here. All right. All right, well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Oh, and there's 707. Okay. Okay, 707, bringing you live. Hi, what's your name? Hi, Bianca. Sorry about that. I accidentally tried to unmute myself, and I pushed the hang-up button instead. Oh, okay. <laughs> where, are you from, where, are you, where are you from, Bianca? From California. California. California dominates on this show. Okay. <laughs> How can I be here? Um, just seeing it, what blocks I have in terms of just moving forward right now with respect to career development, spiritual development, pretty much anything that you see. 
Okay. So. I was I was writing that down and I and I nodded and said yes and I did hear you but now I forget what you said so it's um, spiritual development uh, career development yeah and what was it what was that answer with that uh, just if if there's anything that you would see uh, you know any blockages you know regarding okay. either of those things okay. <laughs> Let's see what we get here. Okay. Do you have a spiritual routine? Have you been studying long? Um, I've been sort of exploring a lot of different things. Um, I have been uh, working with A Course in Miracles sort of in different platforms um, just to sort of, you know, getting my feet wet with it. But mm-hmm. I don't have a you know, a set routine in place right now that is consistent daily. Okay. All right. What career are you in? The legal field. Legal. Okay. All right. Let me go into your heart center and see what I can find. I'm going to go into your third eye, too, and poke around. I get a feeling of, like, uh it's okay. Like you don't get a whole lot of fulfillment out of work. Is it yeah, because it's in the legal true. field, or is it the particular people you have to work with, or the um, I forget how you say that, like whatever part of the law that is practiced where you work? Is there is there just if you were in a different part of the legal field, you would be happier about it? I I, I get you're not jazzed at all with this. Yeah. <laughs> help me help me understand um, that. So, do so you want to get out of the legal field or just be in a different part of it? Perhaps in a different part of it, but um, I it's it's hard because there are times when I'm doing certain things and I do enjoy that I do enjoy, but overall, I don't think that my passion is in the law. But I'd like to find a way to still take the tools and skills that I've learned and apply them to something that's perhaps more spiritual based. But, um, you know, I, that's the thing that I've been working on discovering is sort of, you know, what Mm -hmm. that next thing would be. Then the, the logical progression of that to get that fulfillment, I'll back it up by saying, you know, what's our purpose in being here? Our purpose is to give of ourselves and to help others. So I think if you found a way to be of assistance to people in a more spiritual way or or part of a, a sector that does advocate for the disadvantaged or, you know, the underdog, that kind of thing, I think you would get more satisfaction knowing that these are good works, not just a field that, is stable because there's so much need for whatever they provide, whether it's defense or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in, in terms of like a defense attorney, they'll never be out of a job, but isn't that kind right. of, isn't, I don't think I'd enjoy being a defense attorney. I wouldn't enjoy being a prosecutor either. The only thing I'd ever probably do is um, something like with the environment, something that matters to me. So you just got to boil that down to, what what puts a smile on your face is seeing someone get helped or uh, improving the conditions for citizens, whatever, you know, whatever that leads you to. But let me go in. Mm-hmm. Let me see. So, so I got that, the lack of fulfillment and the, like, yeah. Okay, so there's yeah, it's, it's like a block. It's like a block to finding your passion. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mhm. Like you're trying to figure out really what sets you on fire. Yeah. And you want that. You want that motivation. You want that drive. And it's difficult. Like you're looking for something and you don't know what it looks like. That kind of thing. Okay, let me get that exactly. out of there. Mhm. Okay. Getting that out coming out of your third eye too. Now he wants me to jump to your third eye. Okay. All right. He wants me to remove any blocks to intuition. 
There's also a block to satisfaction. Um, he's explaining to me that there are instances in your life where you kind of get what you want or get to do what you want, and then it's short. Your your satisfaction is short lived, and then you kind of lose that passion for that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mhm. Like you get bored easily. Yes. And move on to the next thing. Okay, that's a block. That's This is a block in your third eye that's making you experience that. Where you, you probably could have maintained interest, but this was holding you back. So I'm going to go get blocks to intuition so that you can channel this um, the information from your higher self as to where you want your life to go. Because deciding it intellectually, that's not going to be satisfying. You want to feel that passion. Okay, so let me do that. Were you pushed away from believing in intuition and making your own decisions? Um, like at a, at a younger age or just any time? I, I, I feel a discouragement. A discouragement. And so you're, you're basically um, – you could have been born this way. I'm just wondering if somebody contributed to it. But sometimes we – Spend more time wondering who we are and what we want out of life than actually going after something. But I feel discouragement on, I I think it's someone in your life that made you feel that you couldn't trust your instincts. It's either someone or an event that went wrong. You don't recognize it? No, the only thing that comes to mind, I don't know if this is it or not, but um, my my husband is a little more speculative when it comes to, you know, metaphysical things and um, spirituality and that sort of thing. So I don't know mm-hmm. if that's nope. not where him. my head is. No. Did you grow up in a religion? Organized yeah, religion? I was, raised, I was raised Catholic. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's a clash. What what gave you this uh, discouragement? I call it Catholic guilt. We're told that we can't talk to God directly. We have to go to a priest. Um, kind of like we're cut off from God. And so with that conditioning, it took away the development of trusting your instincts and your intuition and the knowing that you were born with that you are so connected to God instead of having to work your way up to. This is why I woke up thinking about this. Um, People who feel that they have to work their way into getting into heaven. And it's such a silly concept because we just came from there and we're only children. But because of the, the way religion's taught this, uh, put kind of like a kink in the hose of your intuition. But I'm going to take it out. Okay. There's also a block in your seventh chakra. Let me see what that is. It's pretty much related to the same thing where there, where there's a feeling of a disconnect, even though you might not have... Um, negative feelings per se about God or anybody but there's this kind of feeling like you don't belong did you feel that way oh yeah like you don't belong okay not belonging here we go here we go okay getting that out So what I'm while I'm taking this out, what I'm looking at, let me get this not belonging. Okay. Let me get that into alignment. He wants me to align your chakras. What I'm looking at is spiritually, you're very powerful, right? But okay. the, with these blocks, um, didn't let you grow and stretch the way you wanted to. And so a lot of times when we're like this and we're faced with this kind of confining scenario that doesn't let us be who we really are um, and we feel like we don't fit in, that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. that's a big indicator that your 
I don't I don't want to I want to avoid any words that suggest better than or less than other people. Your purpose is very significant. And there's a lot you're going to be doing. So a lot of what I just saw was future expansion and I get it now. Um what I would suggest is getting into ATIM, uh Course of Miracles. And and doing the lessons because they will clear you out. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. They will clear you out, and that's what you need. Picture like cobwebs in the mind. That will clear mm-hmm. the cobwebs, and then once you have a kind of a, a dedication to your own growth, it'll go faster. And then in doing the lessons, that helps you understand the text, and then reading the text. That helps you understand the lessons. He also wants me to teach you something. I was going to do this with Dr. Bob, but Dr. Bob's taking the month off. Um, and let me ask him, would he align these first or do this? Align them. He wants me to align your chakras real quick. Hang on one second. Let me snap these all into a nice unified line. I'm looking at guilt in the second chakra. Is that okay if I remove that? Yeah. Okay, that's gone. All right, so they're in alignment. So now that you're all lined up, okay, good. Um, He wants me to tell you uh, the thing I do. I have my copy right here. Do you have your, your copy around you, or can you just visualize doing this? Oh, yeah, I have it. Oh, good. Okay, turn to the table of contents. This will help you. If it just feels like it's because it's so big, it might seem overwhelming to you. And sometimes we we're like, okay, so what what should I read? What you know? But we want to zero in on what we need to hear on any given day, right? So if you go to the yeah. table of contents, okay. All right. Okay. Are you holding the phone up with one hand? I have it on my lap. You have okay. So rub your hands together for a minute okay. and get heat going. Okay. Now what this does is it activates life force energy, and you have chakras in your palms. And if you put your hands close together but not touching, and then pull them apart very, very slowly, you'll feel something pulling, like taffy. Yeah. You feel it? Yeah. And as, and as you go further apart, it, it's like very spongy. That's life force energy. Okay. So you want to take your left hand, which is the receptive hand. It receives energy. The right hand gives energy. So with the table of contents, place your left hand over the page without touching it. Just hover it over. And very slowly move it down the, pa- down the page. Okay. And then when you feel heat, that's this, this, the section or the chapter that you should read. Okay. And, you can just, and then as you practice this, you can go quicker and quicker. Like right now, okay. I just did it, and and it told me to. The heat came up with chapter twelve. <laughs> chapter twelve, section two: A way to remember God. So that's how I choose what I'm going to read or or teach out of the book. I so had that to will laugh help you. because that was Why? the same chapter <laughs> that you got. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense to me. Um, because I'm, because I'm in a different chapter at the moment. Anyway, so yeah, if you do that, then it kind of allows your intuition to guide you as well. And you don't have to feel, because you said you're studying it on different platforms. What are the other platforms? Well, it just, um, I, so I bought the book a long time ago, over a year ago, and I started with it and then, you know, put it down and I took it out again and I've been meaning to get back into it, but um, there are a couple of books, I think one is by Alan Cohen where, you know, he discusses it and there are a couple of other books that I've been reading that often, you know, quote the A Course in Miracles and that sort of thing. So I, so I said to myself, okay, well, this is sort of like my warm up, you know, but yeah. always keeping in mind that eventually I would really dig into it. Yeah. You're kind of dancing on the outskirts. Okay, so while you're doing that, 
Do you happen to have Dr. Bob's book from Plagues to Mirror? Have you been listening to the show long? Yeah, I have, actually, over oh, the years. So you know who Dr. Bob is. He's the co-president yeah. of the yeah. Foundation for Inner Peace. Okay, his book knocked me back about a block. Okay. It really did. It, from Plagues to Mirror, it's called. And the way he sets it up, it's like four pillars. He uses psychiatry. He uses A Course in Miracles. He uses the Bible. He, he translates basically the story of Moses from a symbolic perspective where Moses represents um, God and Pharaoh represents the ego. But he also includes stories, real life accounts with his patients where their ego had such a grip on them that one, one patient couldn't live without pain. She became free but couldn't deal with it. And so her mind changed back to pain serves a purpose. It's just fascinating and it, really helps is that dig in kind of thing that warm up stuff and then when you mm-hmm. really get that then you can dig into a, a course of miracles and it's not intimidating does that make sense yeah yeah i was i was so ready for it by the time it came to me that i couldn't stop reading it, it has stops and starts or they throw it in a closet and lock the door sometimes you feel insulted by what is said the ego reacts and you'll also find that you can get to the bottom of a page, reading it, understanding it, turn the page, and forget everything you just read. That's also the ego <laughs> jumping in to block the information from you. So you just go back and read it again and, and just say, I relinquish. I, wanna, I want to digest this material, that kind of thing. And that should help you because once you really get on the path with both feet, for you, I want to say the words that there's stopping you. Like powerhouse spiritual teacher. Okay. Do people come to you for advice a lot? Um. Yeah. Sometimes my circle is pretty small. I'm. I've been kind of, you know, cocooned lately. Um. But. But yeah, I would say that's pretty accurate. Mhm. Yeah. As as you open up and allow that to grow so will that circle so will that circle so um, I'm excited for your future with regard to the spirituality now with the career okay I got that I, I did the blocks to passion intuition satisfaction and the discouragement okay so the final determination I want to say then is develop spiritually and your career will follow your career will grow simultaneously because you're okay. you're changing your energy, and so you'll attract what fulfills that. You know, if you're looking for spiritual fulfillment through work, then and your heart's open to it, then that has to come to you. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. So it sounds like there, because there's a part of me that you know was looking into applying for for different jobs and that sort of thing, and. It sounds like, based on what you're saying, maybe I shouldn't worry about focusing on that and just focusing on developing myself spiritually. Yes. What you focus on is what you pour your energy into. And then when you're pouring energy into really being who you are, that's where you find the perfect job. If you're to find that in a quote-unquote job, or it could take you down a path of, do I start my own business or hey do I start a podcast you know whatever form that takes to support you that will become obvious and it will come to you it just shows up okay makes sense yeah makes perfect sense. and throughout you've been listening I guess the whole hour has my microphone cut out much during this uh, segment no actually no perfect I didn't perfect Oh, so I kept it under control because I get so excited, especially if I'm talking about A Course in Miracles and my energy spikes. So I've been waiting for you to tell me that my mic was going out, but good. Okay. Well, thank you so much for the call, Bianca, and good luck to you. Okay. Thank you, Charlotte. You're very welcome. Take care. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't take any more calls. That's all the time I have, ladies and gentlemen, but thank you so much for tuning in. Again, visit the website at spiritualinsightsradio.com. If you'd like to explore all the options for a heart clearing, 
Um, if you want the brain balancing technique, it only takes a few minutes, and um, there's some great options there for you. And I appreciate your consideration and for your trust. And I just want to thank everybody for um, your support. I really appreciate it. So I will go forward. I'll be looking at my schedule to see when I, where I want to add new segments and do whatever. Um, just trying to get as much work done as possible. So I will let you know where I'm at with that. Okay. Well, until next time, God bless and be at peace.